This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Dave Sharp, and welcome to the Dave Sharp Show. It's going down today because we're going to go on the offense instead of playing defense, which so many people do inside of their business, and we're going to talk about when it is time to fire a damn customer. Let's jump in. Hey, what's going on, my friend? This is Dave, and I'm going to talk about a subject that is, I know, not taught in college business classes. And it's probably not also something that's taught from other gurus who teach other courses about how to build businesses because I'm gonna actually talk about how and when not to take people's money. Wait, hold on a second, Dave. Not take people's money? Yes, not to take people's money. Look, there is seven or maybe nearly eight billion people inside of this world. The population is so big that it's hard to even comprehend. And oftentimes we get into this mindset to where we think that there is a lack of people with money and a lack of potential customers and clients out there in the world. And what I'm here to tell you today is is that there's a small little segment or section of people who are just right for you. I like to call it the pimple on the freckle of a gnat's ass in the world population. Because if you think about 8 billion people, there's probably you know, a couple few thousand to a couple of um, uh, you know, 40, 50, maybe 100,000 people who you could build a beautiful, thriving, multi-decamillion dollar business. There's even a concept called a thousand raving fans to where you could build a business six, seven, multiple seven figures off of just a thousand raving fans, a thousand people who love your message. Here's why this is really important is because it's really important that I've learned over the years to place my personal peace over profits when it comes to onboarding or accepting business from toxic clients. And this is such a huge challenge for business owners and affiliate marketers and coaches, clients, or coaches, consultants, and professional service providers, just really anybody who's starting a business at the beginning because anybody who's willing to give us money, we get really excited about because, well, well, here's a potential sale. Here's somebody who wants to give me money. I'm super excited. And the problem is, is that down the road, that that person becomes such a hassle, toxic client that the money that they paid us is not worth nearly the amount of stress and headaches that they've caused to our mental health down the road. And so here's how I've learned to solve this potential challenge and I'd recommend and invite you to build in a process to your sales and marketing uh, uh, process that, that can qualify people to be able to prove that they're not gonna become toxic and crazy clients down the road. First and foremost, particularly if I'm in some sort of a service-based business to where I'm going to be interacting with clients, I want to actually have a conversation and I want to understand specifically what their expectations are. We can really boil this entire conversation down to expectations. The reason why resentments grow is because expectations are not met. And if you want to write this down, this is what we call a tweetable or a shareable quote. 
resentments are like eating poison and expecting someone else to die. I also like the quote that expectations are resentments waiting to happen, right? So if expectations are resentments waiting to happen, particularly unrealistic expectations, then it's really important for me if my personal sanity and my peace is going to depend a lot on the people that I'm interacting with on a daily basis inside of my business, for me to qualify and vet those clients and those customers who I am going to be interacting with and doing business with and talking to on a daily basis. And so how do we vet or qualify and understand what somebody's expectations are before we actually take their money? Well, I'm going to get old-fashioned on you here real quick, is we actually just talk to them and we ask them, what are your expectations of this particular process? And, or what are you looking to get out of this? I also like this question, who I actually learned from a coach, is what would make this a successful experience for you? And a lot of times when I start out a coaching call or I start out a client onboarding onto our uh, into our into our agency, or um, if I onboard a client into my our mastermind, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll ask them that very question: What would make this a successful experience for you? That way, I'm allowing the client to tell me what the end game looks like. So now I'm clear on what's going to make this experience a success for them. They've also verbalized what's going to make it a success for them. So now we're both on the same page. I document that on their notes or in my CRM or wherever you keep documents of clients and customers, which I would advise that as well. And then throughout the process, if their expectations begin to, to, to become um, derailed or they become unrealistic or they become something that's not what they said in the initial interview, then you can simply remind them that, hey, look, it looks like your expectations are beginning to get unrealistic. I want to remind you of what our initial goal was, which was your idea of what this what would make this successful. And so... That is a great place to start. Surely there's more ways to make this more complicated. There's more ways to make this more advanced or to qualify people deeper. But at the very beginning, if you simply ask them that one powerful question, it's going to help you to set a lot better expectations and to avoid actually bringing toxic, crazy customers into your business. Now, what do you do, Dave, if you actually have a toxic customer that you've taken their money from. Well, you're going to have to make some tough decisions. First and foremost, what I like to do with customers, regardless of what I'm selling, if I'm selling anything typically over $1,000, is I like to get a written contract, right? Written contract, again, it's kind of like health. I really consider this to be one of those things like health, like it's better to prevent it than to react to it, right? It's better to eat healthy than to get obese, have diabetes or heart disease, and then try to react to it. So contracts at the very beginning are going to be another thing that are going to help you to set those clear expectations because you're going to outline exactly what you're going to deliver. However, if somebody is at a certain point to where they've 
become toxic throughout the process of you doing business or serving them, then you've got to make a tough decision. One thing that you can do is you can give them back a partial of what they paid you. Another thing is you can give them back the full amount. I don't advise this because then you're devaluing yourself. You can just stop all business, particularly if the if the customer is beginning to get abusive, right? Or they're or they're violating your boundaries, you can stop all business. Even if they go and try to file a chargeback with their bank, you can say, look, this is what we agreed on. This is the conversation that we've had um, via emails, via phone calls. I recommend documenting everything with a toxic customer. So if they do try to file a chargeback, you can actually have a full list of interactions that you've had with that person, um, which I recommend that you document everything anyways uh, with every interaction that you have with your customer. That's something that's been real helpful for me in our business over the years. So that's some of the things that you can do if you actually have a toxic customer. But the best way to deal with toxic customers is at the beginning, right? Is to actually ask them what they expect out of the experience and then also to have a written contract to where the expectations are laid in crystal clear down in actual text that they can read and you can read and they can sign and you can sign. So now the expectations are set clearly. Last thing I'm going to leave you with is don't trade your peace of mind for profits. When you begin to do that, you devalue yourself, you begin to get burnout inside of your business, and you really risk everything because you being able to execute and operate at your top speed, at your best performance, depends a lot on your mental health. Be legendary. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to DaveSharpShow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.